Hello, you're listening to the Analysis Mason podcast with Tom Rebeck. On this episode, I'm going to be discussing fixed mobile convergence or FMC strategies with Stefano Porto Bonacci, who leads our FMC research program. So Stefano, thanks for joining the podcast. Let's start by looking at the challenges facing operators that want to promote FMC bundles. What are the, the main challenges? Yeah, so the key challenge is how operators can um, gain new FMC customers or retain existing FMC customers without offering too big monetary discounts. So historically, uh, operators in countries like uh, the Netherlands, Portugal, Spain, uh, they managed to build a large basis of FMC customers quickly by upselling mobile tariffs with big discounts to fixed customers. So with discounts of even up to 50%. Then um, once they start to gradually uh, reduce the discounts, they saw a decline or at least a slowdown in the take-up of FMC bundles. Okay, so I mean, offering big discounts on on one of the elements of the package, as you described them, typically the the mobile connection, that's been a a common strategy of the past. But what are the disadvantages of of that approach? So there are a few disadvantages. So first of all, it ignites price war among um, operators. So it's the classical situation of the prisoner's dilemma. So if one operator introduces large discounts, all competitors will follow. Uh, Another disadvantage is that it reduces the benefits of offering FMC bundles. So FMC is an optimal strategy to retain customers. Uh, But um, if an operator pushes FMC bundles with discounts that are too large, it will not maximize revenue. Also, um, it does not allow operators to differentiate their retail propositions. So operators can easily replicate the discounts applied by competitors. And then finally, it does not allow operators to pursue a price discrimination strategy. Uh, So the the key point here is that um, operators may be offering services with big discounts to customers that will be happy to buy the, the same services at the full price. Okay, that's all clear. So essentially, they're competing mostly on the basis of price, which is very easy for operators, others to, com- to, to to copy, to do exactly the same. You get into that kind of price war situation, um, and you're, like you say, you're not maximizing your revenues by by, by being discriminating. Um, so let's look at some of the operators who have been successful at building a large FMC bus customer base without relying too heavily on, on discounts. You mentioned some of the countries before, Netherlands, Portugal, Spain, where the growth has been um, largely based around uh, discounting. What about other operators in other parts of the world who haven't been so reliant on that discount? So there are a um, few examples from uh, Europe. One is uh, Virgin Media O2 in the UK. So the operator launched uh, a premium FMC proposition in uh, 2021, which is called Vault. And um, at the the end of the second quarter 2023, over 1.5 million customers had bought one of the Vault bundles. Basically, Virgin Media O2 offers the following benefits to its FMC customers. Uh, A broadband speed boost, table mobile data, and a Wi-Fi guarantee at no extra cost. Another example is Telenet in Belgium. Uh, The operator managed to increase its FMC customer base by over 20% in 
in the two years period to Tokyo 2023, despite the fact that it only offers a discount of less than 5%. And what the operator did is to restrict the range of standalone services to encourage uh, customers to buy FMC plans. So for instance, unlimited mobile data plans are available only as a part of an FMC bundle. And the, standard, the, the maximum monthly data allowance included in standalone tariffs is just a five uh, giga per month. And then um, the other example is uh, Telefonica in Spain. So the operator launched a new FMC proposition called uh, Mi Movistar in May 2022. And uh, at the end of the fourth quarter uh, of 2023, 30% of Telefonica's FMC customers had selected one of the new Mi Movistar bundles. Uh, the key characteristic of this bundle is that it's uh, very flexible. So uh, customers, uh, initially, they choose uh, a basic patch package with mobile and uh, fiber services. Then on top of this, they can add uh, TV content, and also they can add a wide range of value-added services, such as finance energy. And uh, they can add and remove these services at any time during the contract. Um, so to, to summarize, I think there are three key strategies that operators are using. The one is to add additional services at no extra cost. Another one is to include um, uh, exclusive services and features only in FMC bundles. And the other one is to develop a flexible proposition so that customers can uh, uh, personalize and add the services that uh, they need. Okay, so that's the Telefonica, I guess, is the example of the, the that that flexible services where you can pick and choose various different modules to include in the in the plan. Yes, that's a Telefonica example. That's their strategy. Yeah, and it sounds like there is some price discounting. I think you said with the Telenet example in Belgium, there was a small price discount, but less than five percent. Yes, it's very it's a it's a very small discount. Yeah, they're not majoring on a big price discount. It's more because you get some sort of premium product, and that's why your customers are taking these FMC bundles, which I guess also makes them more sustainable in the long run. It's not as if you're giving a, a customers a big discount to start with that you're gradually going to get take 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 away from them, which makes it less attractive. What you give them when they first sign up is what they're going to take for the duration of their their their, their contract. Um. So let, let's, let's put that all together. So how can other operators then limit discounts for FMC um, customers and keep these bundles attractive? Um, yeah, so um, I mean, for sure that there must be some benefits for customers to buy both mobile and fixed services. So I guess the price component will, will still have a, a, a key importance. What operators can do is to develop an FMC propositions that offer clear benefits compared to standalone tariffs. So if they follow this approach, then uh, the price discount can become uh, less relevant. Okay, very good. So this is um, obviously based on on your research, Stefano, um, and in particular on an article. We will add a link to that article into the show notes, but also a link to some of the other reports that you've you've written on this on this topic. If you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, feedback, and reviews. Thank you for listening. 